Hello and welcome back for another episode of Surrender Soul Chats and Guided Meditations. My name is Frandasia Williams and those who know my soul call me Franny. And I'm happy to have you here for another episode and for those of you who are returning, thank you for coming back. You can follow me at Guided Surrender on Instagram. You can find me at guidedsurrender.com and it's storming right now where I am but I feel like I haven't recorded in so long because life happens we find our peace and our groundedness among chaos and so I think it would be silly to put off recording another day because it's storming so if you hear the storm in the background just know that there is always sunshine after a storm so it's all good there will be a rainbow Um, I really actually think it's kind of metaphoric that right now it's storming outside for me because I always come to you with something that is literally fresh to me like I get downloads and I'm like yeah this is what I'm supposed to talk about and the most recent download that I had that I was like yeah this is what I'm supposed to bring to the table was growth and growth and healing and I truly believe in healing forward so it's not just a matter of oh I'm healing and you know I'm dealing with this and sometimes we can use healing as a as a scapegoat and be like I'm healing So let me continue my bad habits. I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it too. Uh, But when we actually can like chart our healing and be like, oh wow, I've grown in this area. That's such a beautiful moment. So for me recently, I realized an area that I had grown. And so I remember when I was trying to decide what this, this podcast would be about, I kept getting matters of the heart, matters of the heart, love, talk about love, be vulnerable. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, I I really don't like that topic. I really don't want to do that. (laughs) And I I do. Sometimes I get tips and downloads and words from above that I don't, I don't always want to adhere to them either, but we all have to stand in our alignment and our purpose. And so I was like, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting this and this is what I'm supposed to talk about. And I don't always know why I'm being given something. I'm just told, just just take it. Someone needs to hear this. Like, someone needs to, to hear these words. And, and I take it. And typically, when I say the words that I've been given, someone else can be like, oh, that really resonates with me because of. And so, not all the things that get downloaded are words that I even understand. It's experiences that I may have that lead me to those words, but it's not always present time something that... I'm able to process until I present it. So this particular time I got matters of the heart, like to talk about love and specifically talk about heartbreak. And I have to be so real. And this is the part I didn't really want to do. It's like, I have experienced heart pains. I don't even, I don't even want to call it like heartache or heartbreak. I just, I've, I've been in the past hurt more than I've felt loved. I've felt in the past rejected more than I've felt accepted. In the past, I've felt like I continuously made the same choices that led me to the same types of people. And those people all just happened to be emotionally unavailable. In the past, I always felt like I was the choice that wasn't desired. I was I was the one that the person was with because they couldn't be with the person they wanted to be with in the past. And I say in the past because I believe healing forward is to note that the healing and the things that you feel because all of those things are connected to unworthiness and a fear of abandonment and a need to be accepted and validation, right? And no, I'm not there anymore. So it's in the past. 
but be- just because it's in the past doesn't mean that someone isn't presently there and and that I wasn't once there. And uh, I remember a long time ago, I was like, you got to get better about talking about the things that hurt and not just the things that you're already through. Like, you know, that is the one thing that I've, I've had the most resistance in my life towards is love. And so, yeah, you know, that is, those are truth statements from my past. I really did feel that way. In my self-love journey, I was able to find validation and self-worth within myself. And it has really been helpful. Um, that's a conversation for another day. What I really want to focus on is, and the message that I received was persevering through those feelings and continuing to love anyway. As difficult as it is after a heartbreak to get back out there and say, okay, let me get back on the horse and go get my heart broken again. It's like, I understand that that is a hard choice to make, to say this thing in the past or when this thing felt like it really, really wrecked me. It really, really hurt me. And you're asking me to go and do it again. And it's like the universe is like, well, yeah, you got to do it a few times. And the reason why I'm able to find such love for that and say that now is because we all are receiving like a bucket or a collective grouping of experiences that lead us to the thing that we actually desire. So the same things that once upon a time broke your heart are the exact same things that help you heal it. The things and the people and the circumstances that were so painful once upon a time are the exact circumstances that lead you to the thing that feels like unreal, that you've never thought you could feel. So it it all works in tandem. And so recently I was in a situation with someone who I all this time, and I remember, and I'm saying like this is years with thinking that this person had broken my heart, that this person was there was so much emotional turmoil there for me and recently I reconnected with the person not with the intention of reconnecting but um more with like a um it was more like an intentional this is what this is why we're connecting type of situation it it really didn't have the same attachments as it had before because I worked really hard to release attachments so that now talking to the person is just like talking to a person Because what happens is when we become enamored by someone, they become kind of like a figment of our imagination and they become unreal. Maybe they become a fairy tale and we get lost in them. And because of that, we we create a world that supports that idealism, right? And so for this person, I created this idea of who he was and then all the negative feelings that I perpetuated as a result of that situation were connected to the idea that I had of him. But when I released those attachments and I let go of that idea and I started getting real plain with the reality, I was able to see he's just another person who's also hurting. And what I was interpreting as what I was interpreting as negative and nasty and a lack of care for me was really this own person's insecurity. It was really this own person's this own person's journey towards loving themselves and healing and what I had to realize and what I did realize when I reconnected with the person was the same words that used to be traumatizing for me are now just words because I let go of the ideas that were attached to them or the expectation that was attached to this person because the because I became attached to an idea It was my expectation that disappointed me, not the person. 
So sit on that for a minute. It's your expectation that disappointed you. And yes, I'm, I'm not saying that people don't break people's hearts and that people don't do stuff that sometimes is really painful. I'm also saying that the healing for me began when I stopped making it about someone else's journey. I am not responsible for how someone treats me. I'm responsible for how I accept it into my own life and how I allow that to dissolve and allow its its particles to go through my spirit. That I am responsible for. I'm, I'm responsible for what I accept, right? So if you give someone a $100 bill and the meal is only $20 and they only hand you back 50 and you notice that they handed you back 50 and you're like, oh, okay, and you walk away. Well, you accepted short change. So is that there? Yeah, they made a mistake, but you caught the mistake and you didn't say anything. And so, you know, that's kind of what I'm talking about, that self-accountability that I had to have to say, yeah, you know, the idea that I had of me, the idea that I had of this person allowed me to stay in this fantasy world with this person that wasn't really real. So therefore, all the pains that I had that were connected to this person were also the result of the idea that I had and not exactly who this person is. And so now I'm having conversations with this person and it's like the mask has been unveiled. It's like the, the cloak has been dropped. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm for the first time seeing who this person really is. And the first of all, I don't know why I give any of my power away in the first place. But secondly, it felt so good to just be able to have a conversation and it have no attachments. It have no, it has, whatever contract we made is gone. Whatever ties we had are, have been transmuted and dissolved. Whatever cords they've been cut like there's no connection anymore other than the fact that I'm choosing to share words with you and the words are now really just words and I was able to say oh my gosh I'm so proud of myself I've, I've, I've really come a long way because once upon a time I would have heard these same words and I would have gone and started this inner dialogue with myself about what they meant instead of just allowing them to be words and allowing this person to tell me what they meant And now it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Or what is your intention? Or I'm going to pick up the phone and call you now because I can't understand what you're trying to communicate to me. And the moment the phone gets picked up and I'm talking to this person and I can feel their energy and hear their voice, I'm like, oh, this person doesn't mean this in a negative way. From now on, if you have something that you need to say to me, you need to pick up the phone and call me because it's the only way we can communicate in a healthy way. And not to mention, I don't want to communicate with you on a consistent basis because I don't have a reason to, because that attachment is gone. And let me just be clear about why we're having this conversation and being able to also go in and set those boundaries. But the bigger thing that I realize is it's not my job to do somebody else's emotional work, like they're healing. It's not my emotional labor to figure out why this person is the way that they are. It's only my emotional labor to figure out why I accepted it or why I am the way I am or why when this person said these words, I heard them this way. That is my work. But it's not my work to figure out this person's intimacy issues and go down their family line and wonder what happened. I don't, that's not my job. And I'm not a therapist and I'm not a counselor and I'm definitely not that for you and don't even consider you to be that type of person in my life who I should be that for. It's not my job to do your work. So it's my job to do my own work. And it's okay to release situations and and not even just romantic relationships. This is also in friendships and familial relationships. It's okay to release people whose emotional labor is being, you feel like you're tasked by. And sometimes we task ourselves with these things and sometimes other people task us with their emotional labor. And it's okay to put a boundary up and be like, no, I, I'm not, 
I'm not laboring. I'm not doing that. I'm not digging this deep. It's okay not to entertain it. And yes, sometimes it's interpreted like, oh, well, you don't care. It's not that I don't care. That's not my work. There's nothing that I can do for you. There's no words that I have for you. Now, I can listen to you and I can be here as an ear for you, but I'm not, I'm not your person. I don't have the words for you in this situation. I don't have the, the girth to be able to move through this with you because, because it's not my work. Or because my work has taken me in a different place and your work has taken you through this place. Like, healing is not about doing it for anyone. It's about empowering others to do it for themselves. Even as a healer and as someone who works in healing and wellness, I can only give tools. I cannot tell you how to, I can tell you how to use them, but I can't make you use them. You can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. And so part of our healing journey is also to know that the only person who's healing that you are responsible for is your own. And when our heart breaks, the first thing we do is we go to another person and we pick them apart and what they did wrong and how they, they're awful and da-da-da-da-da-da. When the truth of the matter is that's not how we can heal. You can't heal forward by trying to outline all the ways that another person needs to heal. You can only heal forward when you do that for yourself. And so taking that power back and saying, okay, let me look in the mirror and be like, okay, why did I accept this? Or why did... Uh, where did this go wrong? And the beauty of that is being able to say, you know what, what that, whatever that was with that person doesn't even matter. Let me check in with me. Let me figure out where I, where my head was at during that situation. Let me figure out where my words were off center, where I was out of alignment. And I feel like that's the experience that I had recently. And it's been over time. It wasn't like an instant, just one day that clicked. Over time, it slowly started to click. And I was really able to look back and be like, yeah, that was, that's on you. That one's on you. That one's on you. And that one's definitely on you. That doesn't make that other person perfect. But it puts me back in the power seat of my own healing. I, I want peace. I want to heal. I want to be free. And by being upset with another person or being tied to the pain of that situation, you're in bondage can't be free when you can't forgive you can't be free when your journey is focused on isolating and dissecting and trying to control the story in your mind of what happened with that person you can only heal for when you decide to be honest with yourself about what actually happened within you for instance I lo- I used to lose myself in people like I used to just get lost in people and There was something about being desired by another person that gave me a sense of worth or it it allowed me to feel validated. And then after realizing that and literally having someone point out that the common denominator in all my situations was me and that that was mine to fix, I remember asking, I remember praying to God and being like, can you reveal to me what it is that I need to work on so that I can stop attracting these type of people so that I can progress I prayed that years ago. I'm still working on it. So these manifestations take time, y'all. They take time. Um, And trust me, I have arrived. (laughs) Yet it took time. And I remember saying that that so clearly that day because I knew that my own self-worth and my my need for validation was something that was an internal issue. It It was an internal problem. And I needed to work on that. And now... Ooh, it's like now it's a little bit different because 
what ended up happening as I worked through validating myself and my own self-love journey and my own self-worth, it's like then I developed this fear that I would abandon all of that if I met someone and get lost in them again. But it's like that's being tied to the past version of you. And we have to allow ourselves to be free as we are in our present day and trust that we're not that person anymore, that we have, we have, we're walking in new shoes. And so um, for me, it's, it, it has been about inserting boundaries and setting new standards for myself and adhering to them and taking back my power. Yes, you can contact this person and not get lost in them this time, but it's because you're putting up your own boundary to say, I'm not, I'm releasing an attachment to this person and I'm just going to have a conversation that has no expectation. It's about me having my own inner dialogue that allows me to stay, basically, that allows me to basically stay in alignment which is the goal is to be in alignment and the moment that it feels like I'm getting out of alignment I stop and I take some deep grounding breaths and I get myself back in alignment and then make a decision and I noticed that the communication and the the conversation I was having with this person was different when I was making a conscious effort a conscious effort to ground myself before I spoke before I said another word before I typed another sentence or before I picked up the phone to make sure that it was all intentional. And if I didn't feel like my words were intentional, I just chose not to say them because that's me healing forward. I'm not going back. It's all forward. And so I want to send encouragement for you if you do feel like you're in a state where you've just like tossed your hands up with love or tossed your hands up with, and, and again, this love does not necessarily have to be romantic. It could be a friendship. It could be familial. This love could be this. Well, this could be a love with a, a career path or a profession. I know. Um, I felt like myself and my acting career was like being in a toxic relationship. So I needed to take a break from her. So whatever you feel like this is symbolic for, then insert that. We all have that thing right we all you know the people who feel like they're in a happy relationship are are also trying to find that balance in their career the people who feel like they're happy in their career are trying to find that balance in their relationships we're all trying to get in balance in some which way or form so I just want to send encouragement no matter where you are on that spectrum to keep your heart open to ground yourself and know that your healing is yours it's yours to take it's your responsibility and it sets you free so that you can have all the other things that you want. I know that pain can feel debilitating. I know that heartbreak can literally feel like it's stopping your blood from flowing. I know that disappointments, especially the ones when you really needed a win or especially after you feel like you've had disappointment after disappointment, I know how discouraging that can feel and then you go in this ripple effect of just like nothing's working out and it becomes this whole tunnel of you leaving yourself and you feeling unworthy and I want to offer a hug all of that is valid and all of it's real I also want to challenge you to keep loving anyway I also want to challenge you to keep your heart open, open the heart chakra, open up 
those wavelengths again because it's the only way that you receive what you truly want is if you keep trying if you keep if you stay open to receive it and it's so easy to close ourselves off when it hurts a little because pain is one of those things that once you feel it once you try really hard never to feel it again and then you put up all these walls around yourself so that you can protect yourself from ever having to feel any pain and that becomes defense mechanisms which are sometimes rooted in ego so the ego will block you from seeing that what you think is keeping you strong is really the thing that's keeping you weak we have to admit where we are i'm afraid of getting hurt i i'm healing from a breakup i'm searching for my purpose i'm deciding whether or not to continue communicating with a toxic family member it's where you are and so it's okay to say that and to be with that and from there, from the from the honoring of that space, this is where I am, you can then go in and say, yes, this was painful. Yes, the circumstance, the situation was difficult for me to deal with. And yet, at the same time, I'm getting through it. I'm doing the best that I can. I am where I'm supposed to be, and, and that was meant to happen. And I learned X, Y, and Z from it, and I feel rewarded by the fact that I can see that I learned something from it, and even though it hurts, I'm in love with myself and my journey, and therefore this is a part of it. This is a part of it. Yeah. So, whoever this was for, um, I hope it sits well. This is a longer one. (laughs) So... If you fast-forwarded through some parts, if you stopped, whatever. Uh, I have a feeling that this was for someone, these specific words, and so I'm putting them out there. And just reiterating this whole thing about being an empath, and there's a lot of work and a lot of people who are talking about kind of debunking that, because just because you can pick up and feel other people's energy doesn't mean that it's yours to bear. And so if you're in situations with people... And because of where you are and you want to be a part of healing and things that are healing, you might feel entitled or you might feel this push to, you know, encourage them to heal too or let's do it together. And and you might want to engulf in that energy and see if you can clear it. And I, and I, I just want to remind you that that's not your work. And I think imp- being an empath, I think, is a gift that's being incorrectly used. Use that for you, not for others. Yes, I can feel the energy in the room. It is my own signal to know when to go, when to stay, when to be silent, when to speak up. It's my own signal. And yet at the same time, I can say, uh, give me back my power and return all energy to its original sender. You can say that at any point in time and break that. And when you're really, especially some people who have been through a lot of trauma, empath work is taking on other people's emotional labor because you felt like you needed to fix a situation because you're so used to being in chaos that all you know how to do is fix things because you wish that things would have been fixed in the situations that were traumatic for you and that is not exactly what's going to promote your own healing because we often neglect our own healing by trying to heal others i.e the fixer so whoever it is in your life that you know you're healing through the situations with you heal you and trust that they'll heal them and maybe one day you'll meet in the middle and that's the most you can wish for that's all you can control 
is all you can do and and find a way to be good with that find it in your heart to accept that you have done all you can do and that the best thing that you can do for yourself and any other person on this earth is to take care of you if every single person took taking care of themselves more seriously there would be a lot less labor so take care of you do your labor and trust that those around you will do theirs and find the strength and the courage to be brave enough to keep loving be bold enough to try again have the audacity to still go after what you want even when you didn't get it the first time second time, third time keep going keep swimming Let's take a deep cleansing breath through the nose. Exhale out through an open mouth. Just grounding ourselves in our own energy, letting all this absorb and then release it. It entered you however it was meant to enter you and it will exit you wherever it doesn't serve you. Breathe that in. Exhale it out. Place one hand over your heart. I am releasing resistance. I am healing forward. I am responsible for my own healing. I am love. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. May my heart open. Namaste with love. Until next time, ciao.